either we are there or not, ITSB Magazine still gets the best stories. There are plenty of conferences and all sorts of events that spark our curiosity and allow us to start conversations with some of the world's brightest minds. In person or virtually, we sit down with them at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Together, we discover what the synergy of these three elements means for the future of humanity. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. CrowdSec, the collaborative and open-source cybersecurity solution. Analyze behaviors, respond to attacks, and share signals across the community for free. Let's make the internet safer together. Learn more at crowdsec.net. EdgeScan offers continuous vulnerability intelligence as a service, accurately identifying vulnerabilities and exposures across the full stack. All threats are verified by cybersecurity experts, providing exploitable risk and remediation guidance, virtually false positive free. Learn more at edgescan.com. Pentera, the leader in automation security validation, allows organizations to continuously test the integrity of all cybersecurity layers by emulating real-world attacks at scale to pinpoint the exploitable vulnerabilities and prioritize remediation towards business impact. Learn more at www.pentera.io. Marco. Sean, I have a package for you. <laughs> Another one? <laughs> Another <laughs> you just, That's right. Didn't you just try to sell me that on, on another village <laughs> conversation like half hour ago? Okay. Well, that, one was, that was the AppSec village and I, I was yeah. uh, I sent you an API with yes. it. Which I this open and no problem. This one's a little more overt. I'm actually wearing a, a nice delivery person uh, uniform and mm. uh, it has the name, name of a company that you recognize. So you want my password? That's that's the that's no. The I want. I just want to be let into the building. You're gonna you're gonna yeah, do that. Just login and password, okay? And <laughs> and the keys, fine, <laughs> fine. Because there is you could do a physical <laughs> or a virtual attack. So, but how would you do that? What kind of what kind of uh, magic? I have no idea. I, I pretend to know what I'm talking about, but I don't. It's called anything. social engineering. That's what uh, it's you should know uh, by now, Sean. I Come shouldn't on. know by now. Come on. I know, I know. But thankfully, we have somebody who does know who uh, is running the, I'm sure with many others, <laughs> running the social engineering village at DEF CON this year. And if you haven't been, this is our the first time chatting with somebody. Uh, from the social engineering village uh, for our chats on the road to Hacker Summer Camp, but I've been in there and it's it's an experience um, how how that all works and and they do it live. <laughs> it's real live social engineering and it's pretty pretty special. So uh, I'm thrilled to have Snow on uh, to give us an update on what's going on, what's planned for this year's uh, social engineering village. Snow, thanks for thanks for being on with us. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and even if it's the first time we we do a chat on the road for for the social engineering village, it's not the first time we we chat with Snow. It, it was fun. It was a while back, so 
very, very excited to also to in Vegas. Here. Also, yeah, in Vegas. Really yeah, we go nice. way back. We go way back, way, way back. <laughs> but let, let's do that. So, no, a, a mm-hmm. few words about you for the few people that don't know who you are. And then, uh, yeah, walk, walk us back quickly in, in the history of the social engineering village and, yeah. and where we're up now. Perfect. All right. So my name is Stephanie Carruthers. My hacker handle is Snow. Um, I am the chief people hacker on the IBM X-Force Red team. Uh, so day to day, I actually get to do social engineering assessments and, and lead a team of other social engineers. So absolutely love my job. I have been doing this type of work for several years now. Now, I actually got my start doing social engineering by attending the Social Engineering Village at DEF CON and competing in uh, the competition. So it's almost been 10 years since I won the black badge for that competition. And and this year, I'm so excited to be the co-founder and and work with this large, amazing team to put on the new social engineering community. So something a lot of people don't know, and I'm, I'm really excited about is This is actually our first year, which might confuse you, right? Everyone's heard of the Social Engineering Village. It's been around forever. However, um, the past organizer is no longer running it. And this is um, a brand new year for us. So we're excited to come in. We did some some updates to the name. So instead of Social Engineering Village, we're actually the Social Engineering Community, um, but still a village within DEF CON. But the whole idea of the community aspect is we wanted to make sure we were able to bring in tons of different people from um, from the information security community who are excited about social engineering, who can help teach people, foster you know that creativity, and um, really advance the craft. So, very very excited for this this brand new start. So it's it's really fun going from. Um, you know, not being an infosec to wandering into DEF CON, seeing this village, falling in love with this craft. And then um, now today, I'm I'm really excited that I'm able to co-found it with uh, JC, my husband, along with a huge team of volunteers and staff who are tremendous and we could not do it without any of them. I love it. And I'm, I'm so excited for both of you and congratulations on that. And I love the word community because the yeah. Nez as maybe I'll have you describe in much more detail what social engineering is for those who may not know. Um, in my f- simple words, it's abusing trust. <laughs> yeah. And so the, the, the idea of community to me says, you're all there to understand what it means to abuse trust. But you, need, <laughs> you need to be able to trust each other. And I think that that's a huge part of the, the community aspect there. So maybe, maybe a quick word on what is social engineering? Yeah, so yeah, social engineering is using influence techniques to convince a person or group of people to do something that they typically wouldn't do. And that's normally expressed through phone calls. So vishing, which is voice phishing, uh, email phishing, or even in person or on site. So it's typically, I like to categorize it in remote social engineering or in-person social engineering. So our village um, is able to capture some competitions and, and some learning events around social engineering. So Sean kind of mentioned when, when we were there, you, you you guys do stuff live. So you actually do this call, this vision. Yes. And uh, it's it's in, like like you said, it's incredible the fact that you're really showing 
I'm going to say how easy it is, but with air quotes, because I know it's uh -huh. not easy at all. I mean, what you do is incredible. And uh, tell me, what can people expect when they come to this village slash community uh, this year that is different maybe from if they've been before? Yeah, so we have um, a good handful of similarities and some new stuff. So let's first talk about that fishing competition. Um, that is, I would say, the flagship event. That's the one everyone's excited to see. So we actually have our contestants already chosen and they might be a solo competitor or a team. We gave them the option if they want to work with teams. And how it works is they are given a target company. We do have a theme this year. I can't tell you what it is yet, but I'm sure you'll find out very soon. Um, so they're all given a target company and a list of objectives. So what they do is they research, they go out and perform open source intelligence or OSINT gathering on their target company and try to find as much information as possible. So they document all these objectives they found and then they go on and they create what we call a vishing plan. So that's where we actually see what are they planning to do because we wanna make sure they're following our code of ethics, which is new for us. It's extremely important as you can imagine with social engineering. Um, you know, people can definitely get more into the gray area or even you know, possibly some illegal pretext. So what we're doing is we're making sure everyone follows our code of ethics. It stays, you know, in that realm that um, we feel comfortable with and approve. So we put together all this information and once they show up on site, which is what pretty soon here, um, they actually are given a time slot where they go into our soundproof booth and they make live phone calls in front of the audience and try to elicit this these certain objectives uh, against real employees over the phone in front of people. It is such a spectator short. And I have a couple things that we're doing different this year that I'm really excited about. One of them is we're allowing our contestants to get in character so they can dress up and they could earn a bonus points. So let's say they were impersonating a delivery person. We're expecting them to show up in a uniform, maybe have a clipboard, even a box. Um, so things like that, I, I'm really hoping captures the spirit of social engineering and it's really exciting for the audience to see that so that's pretty much the competition in the nutshell we actually have one more thing i just thought of <laughs> that we added this year and that's going back to the whole community aspect right because we want to um, help people we want to make sure that they're learning from this experience especially if it's someone new to the field doing this competition and we have added coaches so as they're going through and doing all this work they have the opportunity to meet with four different coaches several times and those coaches really help them refine their pretext maybe they work through some simulated calls with them um, and just offer advice. We really want to make sure everyone's set up for success. And that's just something that I'm super proud that we're able to offer this year. So talking about success, and you talk about code of ethics as well. Um, what what drives the, the, the community to, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is, get, do how do people learn so clearly you can you can learn from somebody actually doing the vishing right see how they interact it's for people that don't know that the sound of the call the other person on the other side of the line is also uh presented to the audience outside the booth right um so that's one way but something like a physical social engineering um how do how does a community come together and and learn about that are there talks workshops uh 
documents? Uh, what, what, what's, what's involved? Yep. Great question. So we don't necessarily have a competition or anything dedicated to physical security. However, we do have um, our panels and presentations that happen in the evening. So Fridays and Saturdays, um, starting at 4.30, we have a variety of talks and a couple of panels that are really exciting. Um, so absolutely check those out. We have two panels that I'm, I'm super excited about. The first one is how to become a social engineer. How do you do this professionally? Because that is the number one question that people ask me. So I'm so excited to be joined by um, a handful of others. Um, I, I'm going to be moderating it. So we have um, Sherrod, who works at Proofpoint. She is fantastic. She has led red teams, and she now you know works with people who are defending against social engineers. Um, and then we have Kritika, who is a social engineer and pen tester. And then we have Anshul, who is actually an educator with a focus on social engineering. So she is a professor. So really excited to get these three amazing people's backgrounds and their opinions because, again, people come in all the time and ask us, how do I do this for a living? And we have built a panel around it. Uh, we have another panel all about the ethics and laws when related to social engineering because that's another question that gets brought up a lot is, is this legal right can you do this <laughs> <laughs> and so uh we're really excited we have a lawyer and then we have some um amazing people who are in the industry as well who um have you know different opinions on the ethics so i think it's going to play out pretty pretty good and i provide a lot of information especially to folks who are are new to the field and, and want to learn more about social engineering yeah. Well, I remember our conversation and other that I have with other social engineers, and I just cannot think a better way to to really explain that hacking and, you know, defending, uh, attacking, blue team, red team, and all of that is really fundamentally a human thing, right? And. Yeah. Yeah, you need the tool, but it's not that the technology is going to to be the main uh, character of the show. I mean, I know that many of the people that do this job, they have the most uh, different background. Yeah. I think you're one of them. Mm -hmm. yep. And uh, so I would love to hear maybe a little bit about the, the diversity and, and how you invite people to to become part of this industry and this community. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that that kind of makes me think of some of the people who we had that submitted applications to be a competitor, right? It's it's not your everyday pen tester, or red team, or someone who's been in this industry. It's people in sales and marketing who make the best social engineers. They know how to speak to people, to get them to click links, to to buy things, right? They know those influence techniques, and those are two industries outside of infosec that honestly have the best people with this mindset. Um, I came from a background of sales and special effects makeup, right? That's not what you think of when you think of a hacker, um, but it absolutely relates to what I do and I'm able to utilize it all the time in, in the assessments I do. And I think that's one of the things that makes this village so popular is because if someone's new and they don't maybe have that technical expertise, it's, it's something that, they can still relate to, they can see, right? Every Everyone can can understand this, this village. There's something about it that's honestly, to me, it's magical. But one of the things that's interesting with social engineering is, uh, I mean, it works, right? If you look at data breaches, it's, it's always at the top of, you know, the entry points. 
However, tactics haven't changed much over the years. There's not a lot of innovation in the space really because it hasn't needed to. But that's one of the things that's really important to JC and myself is how do we, you know, we push those boundaries? What can we learn? What's new? And it's really hard in this field. So we actually have a whole component in the village this year dedicated to research where we allow people to come up with some type of hypothesis that they want to test. Maybe it's a different type of influence technique. Maybe it's something gender-based, right? If a female's calling a female, is that is that easier? Just different types of research. And we actually allow them to be, put together this whole package. They work with Anshul, who um, has a huge background research and, and an amazing professor. And they are actually given time to get in the call booth and place real calls to test out that research. And I'm so excited about that because it's something that, you know, this this field doesn't do. So just anything that we can do to further our craft and to learn more is really, really exciting to us. It reminds me of the, the, uh, the show, What Would You Do? I don't know if you've ever seen that. Uh, yeah. Where, where uh, a scenario is presented to somebody in a, typically in a public setting and, and uh, they're tested to see how they'll respond. Will they? Uh, yep. Will they be bold? Will they? Will they turn inward? Uh, will they be helpful? Will they be negative? It's, it's super interesting. So I can I can see how fun that would be. It's part of that. Um, so clearly, a lot of people coming to learn how to do social engineering, whatever doing doing is. <laughs> what about <laughs> the uh, defending? Because. It, I mean, we're not talking about a machine that can't think for itself uh, right. and, and probably doesn't, other than the, the person who programmed the machine doesn't have much bias. It, it's told you run this application and that's what you do. People are different, right? Uh, we all think differently. We have different trust levels, different experiences in life that make us respond in certain ways when we're being fished or vished or whatever so what what about the defense part of this uh is in the village the community? that's a fantastic question so that's something that we're planning on um kind of doing a debrief after every single call that's placed we're going to have the contestant come up and and we have uh three judges this year um rachel toback myself and chris kirsch and so one of the questions that i'm going to ask to the audience is okay, you're, you're a defender, you work at this organization, what are things that, you know, we could have trained our people differently? Um, try to foster a discussion around the defense. Um, we really don't want to put these target companies in a bad light, right? Everyone has these risks. It all depends on how much, you know, training the person gets that answers the call, right? All these things. But we want to make sure that we are also talking about how to defend against it. It's extremely important. Um, we actually have, I believe, a presentation or two that that kind of go over um, a little bit more of the defense part of social engineering. So that's definitely something that that we're looking into. And we also want to incorporate more in the future, right? We don't want this to necessarily be so offensive focused. We want everyone to learn from it. That's why we're excited to ask these questions and involve the audience, right? If you're there, like, I, I want you talking. I want to hear your opinion. I, it's not necessarily everything is a spectator sport i want i want to hear voices i want i want to learn things right yeah and i want to underline that uh, because if there are people listening to this podcast or even others about the village and they're not really in the in the 
in the cybersecurity community, they need to understand that this is not, we, we do it for a reason, which is to defend. Right. Like even when they, and you hear like red, team, blue team, it's like, you know, think like an attacker so that you can train the companies and individual to defend themselves. So very, very important. As we close, I was scrolling through the social engineering community website, which of mm -hmm. course we'll put all the links to it in the in the show notes, and I saw a, a youth challenge. Yes. Can you tell me about that one? I can. I've never wanted to participate in a youth event more. Um, I am so excited <laughs> for this one. So we have um, Mandy and Kyle who are running this. Mandy's actually a school teacher who develops curriculum. So the best person I could think of to start this challenge. So this year, our theme for the kids is heroes versus villains. And what they are is that they're able to choose which side they want to work with. And they're given a list of um, different objectives to go and complete. It's, think of it like a choose your own adventure style competition. So they have a list of all these things and they get points for it. And we're actually working with a handful of other villages, I think about 10, right? Because it's important for us, again, going back to that community aspect, if you're showing up in our village, we don't want you staying in our village the whole time. Go explore DEFCON, go explore the other villages. So we, we were able to work with a good handful of them. So um, the kids can go and learn things, not just at our village. So they could go and um, learn about car hacking, right? We have tons of different villages we're working with. Um, and then at the end, whoever is the superhuman, whether it's from the villains or hero side, gets a pretty, pretty cool prize. So I'm um, really, really excited about this one and to uh, get kids involved in information security so they can learn just a number of things at DEFCON. Again, I wish when I first went to DEFCON, I had something like this. It's like a path to kind of learn a bunch of different things from other villages. That's super exciting stuff. And I remember, uh, I don't know if you were there, Marco, one of uh, one of our good friends from the Blue Team Village, his, his daughter uh, was trying to social engineer me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have loved to see that. <laughs> I was trying, trying to trying to learn about me without letting me know who she was. But, she uh, was practicing. Good. Very good. She was very practicing. She's hired. <laughs> yes. Yeah, super cool. So the, the youth, the, they're the future. So I'm, I'm excited yes. to hear that that program is there. Yeah. And um, I just want to say as, as we close here, Snow, because uh, um, as a black badge winner, you get a free pass every year, right? I do. Yeah, pretty, pretty exciting. So, so yeah. presumably you could just go and enjoy yourself. But I instead, can and I have. But instead, you are doing this. And uh, the reason I'm mentioning that is because this is a lot of work. And it, it, to pull something like this together with you and your husband and the rest of the crew and the volunteers and everybody and the sponsors, um, it's a lot. And it's important. And I want to thank you for uh, bringing this community together with, uh, with some fresh new experiences. And uh, I'm excited for this. And, and I want to thank you for, for all that you're doing. You know, Sean, Snow would have get free anyway. She was social engineer <laughs> and herself. So that, I too? Get that too. <laughs> it is my pleasure. We I JC and I are so excited to do this. We just are just the opportunity to give back is means the world to us. Yeah. Yep. Really and really and to the everybody community. there as well. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for joining us and giving us an update. And uh, hopefully you get to meet loads of new new people in the community. 
And for everybody listening to this Chats on the Road to Hacker Summer Camp, we're going to include links to the schedule and the youth challenge. And, yes, and the Martha? stream will connect with them. The live yes. streaming. Yeah. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll connect. So stay tuned. Village. So stay tuned for that and all the other chats on the road to uh, DEF CON, keynote speakers and villages and all the fun stuff. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Snow, for uh, sharing. Thanks, Marco, for uh, accepting the package. For nothing. Pentera, the leader in automation security validation, allows organizations to continuously test the integrity of all cybersecurity layers by emulating real-world attacks at scale to pinpoint the exploitable vulnerabilities and prioritize remediation towards business impact. Learn more at www.pentera.io. EdgeScan offers continuous vulnerability intelligence as a service, accurately identifying vulnerabilities and exposures across the full stack. All threats are verified by cybersecurity experts, providing exploitable risk and remediation guidance, virtually false positive free. Learn more at edgescan.com. CrowdSec, the collaborative and open source cybersecurity solution. Analyze behaviors, respond to attacks, and share signals across the community for free. Let's make the internet safer together. Learn more at crowdsec.net. We hope you enjoyed this episode of our On Location Conversation. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share itspmagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.